Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Developing the Leader Within podcast. I'm Enrique, and I am with, and I'm not going to kind of elevate this farther than it needs to. Paul Brunson is one of my, uh, one of the people that I look up to in terms of social media, what he's done in entrepreneurship, what he's done in leadership, what he's done with his life. And so, Folks, I want to introduce to you Paul Brunson, uh, coming from D.C. in the heat of things. <laughs> but, uh, Paul, thank you so much, first of all, for being who you are, for representing, uh, you know, us in the world, uh, among the world, right? Because you go to, you know, you travel to London, you stay in London, you do a couple of things in London. But thank you for representing us well, for being an example, being a light. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. What what are you uh, all about? Well, first, Enrique, it's an honor to be here. You know, I was just telling you before we we went live here um, how important it is for me to do this particular project with you. So thank you. And everything that you just said about me, I feel the same way about you in terms of your fatherhood, in terms of how you represent, uh, especially you show up all over the world, right? Because you're on social. We're all on social. And so you have an audience literally all over the world. So I really appreciate how you show up. And I want to say one other thing to just to gas you up. I think this is important and all of your listeners and viewers will appreciate this is what I most appreciate about you, Enrique, is your consistency. You consistently show up as the same person, right? We're here talking, you know, before we, we started filming this, you're the same person that I'm chatting with, you know, in DMs on LinkedIn or same person on posts, right? You're consistent. And I think that's demonstrative of leadership, uh, which we'll get into. Uh, but so thank you very much. This, this is truly an honor for me to share this time with you. No, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, one of the, you know, your, your, your hair stand up when you hear, <laughs> you know, hear feedback from people that you look up to uh, in terms of that. So I appreciate that. So, folks, uh, today is going to be great, not only because we have the perfect person to discuss this particular topic, which will be leadership and entrepreneurship. Now, uh, Paul has done several things in his life. Uh, the one of the things that sticks in my head and always kind of grinds at me every day, 10 ways to get you know, some income, 10 <laughs> ways to get some income. And, uh, and he demonstrated that he's done that. Uh, but Paul, you know, on the topic of entrepreneurship, uh, being a person that has gone down that route, has uh, closed some chapters in those in those ventures, um, what does entrepreneurship look like to you? What does that mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, so I, one of those entrepreneurial ventures is I started a for-profit university that's still here in Washington, D.C. I just sit on the board now. It was called BAU University. And in the university, I teach a lot of the MBA courses that we have. We actually have the largest MBA program of all of Washington, D.C., bigger than George Washington. 
uh, university. And this is often a question. What, you know, what, what, what does entrepreneurship mean, right? To me, entrepreneurship is solving problems, right? As an entrepreneur, what we do is we create a solution to a problem that's in the marketplace. Now, if you wanna be a mediocre entrepreneur, you create mediocre solutions to mediocre problems, right? But if you want to be an exceptional entrepreneur, if you truly want to be someone who makes incredible impact, has incredible wealth, right? Has autonomy as a result of the entrepreneurship. If you want to be so great, they can't ignore you. Right. Then you have to be an entrepreneur who creates a unique solution to an acute problem, right? It really needs to be hardcore. And the best example I have of this, quite honestly, uh, is not a problem that I think Enrique, you and I have at all, uh, but I need to go through this. And that is, if you think about Viagra, okay? Think about Viagra for a second. That is an acute problem, right? People, people joke about erectile dysfunction, but erectile dysfunction actually destroys self-esteem. It destroys marriages. It destroys people, right? That's a real problem. That's a real problem. That's called an acute problem. Then when a pharmaceutical company comes along and then mixes up a solution and they call it Viagra and it solves erectile dysfunction, right? It solves the problem. Right. That makes it a great business. And that particular product, Viagra, has gone on to become one of the most profitable pharmaceutical uh, products in the history of mankind, right? Why? Acute problem met with a unique solution. So that's what entrepreneurship is to me. Wow, that's a that's amazing. No, and given that example, obviously, you know the mindset behind the entrepreneur uh, is just that. You know, what can what do I have? What solution do I have to meet the need of the customer in that particular? Now they obviously there's some background and say, hey, this is a, a broader, <laughs> a wider problem for a lot of people here, uh, you know, to make it sustainable, right? Uh, so it wasn't a handful of guys, you know, that was, you know, had this problem. This was a broad, <clears throat> and, and eventually, as men grow older, you know, and the, and the lower the testosterone, and so they looked way past this just incidence where somebody uh, had this issue, but uh, th that's a great, great uh, perspective, great example. Now, <clears throat> you you went into entrepreneurship, and I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, the 10 streams of income, right, revenue. Uh, you know, I, I think that was the very first video I saw of you speaking, and when I, when I saw you, I was like, man, this, this young man, <laughs> this young man is talking about uh, uh, 10 streams of income, you, you, you look at his, uh, his background, you could see, oh, he worked with Oprah, he worked with these, all these type of billionaires, folks that are actually getting results from their actions. He's working with them. He's alongside them. So he's sapping all this thing, right? So he's making it work for him, for him now. And when, when you went into entrepreneurship, uh, how did you feel going in? Because there's a lot of people thinking, man, 20 was crazy. 21 don't look any different. Right. So what do I do 
to to bring in this revenue stream uh, through entrepreneurship uh, because uh, you know it's some scary times. There's some uh, there's some you know some future uh, ahead of us that we are just not aware of, mm-hmm. and it you know and I know that it was a different time when you went in there. Yeah. But uh, the the fears are still the same. So share share a little bit about that. Yeah, well, well said, Enrique. I mean, it was a completely different time when I started my entrepreneurial journey. But I tell you, I started it actually in this what's some people consider to be the second worst global recession, and that was right around two thousand and eight. Right, that was you know the economy in the United States. That was you know we basically the whole world you know blew up. Right. Right. But as you said, not as bad as now, not as bad as now. But here's the big difference, though, between then and now and why I'm actually so optimistic for entrepreneurs today is that you had the economy slow up and you basically when the economy slows up and you see a stock market crash, what that really means is that people are just holding on to their cash, right? Investors, big businesses. It just means they're not spending. It doesn't mean that the money doesn't exist. It just means that the money is not circulating. That's what we need for an economy to work, for an economy to be strong, is you need money circulating. So therefore, as an entrepreneur, money circulating, you get to touch it, right, for a little bit, right? <laughs> you, you know, so, someone buys your product, and then you grow as an entrepreneur, and then you start to hire people. So money comes in, money goes out. 2008, we were constrained. 2021, we're actually not. Actually, what's happening is the stock market, the U.S. stock market and the stock market in certain countries are reaching all time highs. We literally just came off of a record here in the United States for NASDAQ and, and, and the Dow Jones. Right. So we as a country and we're still the lead economy, we are doing quite well in terms of the economy from a cash circulation standpoint for the top. Now here's, so this is really where the challenge is. We have 20-30% of the world doing extraordinarily well. They're making more money than they've ever made before. I have mentees that have had multi-million dollar years coming off of 2020, right? Multi-million dollar years. But then there's another 20 to 30% that are worse off than they've ever been. They've, they're, they're, they're in the worst position ever, ever. What separates the two? Typically, here's what separates the two. It's what you and I are doing right now. It's how familiar we are with digital, right? We're doing this right now on Zoom. You now, you just talk, talked about your workflow. You're gonna take podcasts, put it on Anchor, distribute it, right? Enrique, you, you've got the whole digital workflow down. Typically people who are conducting business digitally, online courses, distributing product, right? Digitally, like the Amazons, those are the folks who are doing very well. So my quick answer to you, and I know this is long-winded, but I'm you know, break, breaking down the context, is right, that right. in 2008, when I started my, my first business, my real, real first, first, well, I shouldn't say it was 2000, it was 2003, but when I really started off, I started a product business, and it tanked 
because it wasn't digitized. Today, I literally have multiple, I mean, you know, you said the 12, the 10 streams, I actually have 12 different projects that I work on, but I only say 10 because people are going to think I'm too crazy. <laughs> I say 12. All 12 of them are digital, right? They're uh, doing extremely, extremely well because they're digital. So my best suggestion right now is you have to make sure that not only is your product digitized, right? So your solution, whatever that solution is to the problem, it needs to be digital. It needs to be able to be delivered in a digital way. Not only do you need to have that, but you yourself, you need to have digital skills. As an entrepreneur, you have to continually train yourself and being able to distribute content online, create content, right? Being able to master digital is more important than ever before. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, of the, you know, the uh, uh, March hit me just like it hit a lot of people, right? <laughs> March came, that that employment that you thought you would have yep. went away, right? So, you know, you you get you have to take these things in stride and as they come. Uh, but a true leader will will chart away from point A. You know, whatever that point is that you find yourself, we'll chart away. Uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's 12 now, not 10. Uh, but uh, you know, for for your sake and for uh, and for those that listen, um, you know, you you're perfectly correct when you talk about. Um, and, and I just mentioned this not too long ago. This is the digital age, right? And if you're not living in the age, you're out of age, right? You're out of sync with what's going on, and so. You know, when March hit and and everything, uh, uh, you know, affected me personally, I said, well, uh, I'm back at point A. How do I get to point B? Right. And that's just uh, and and knowing a little bit background here and there is where the podcast actually uh, was birthed from. And and I tell you, I've never been more happy doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Uh, and, you know, the benefit to me is that I actually serve. And so that comes with some fringe benefits, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I get the opportunity to do so. Not 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 everybody in America does, but uh, so having that background, right? And and knowing that, hey, you got to work with what you got. You got to work where you are, right? And I, I'm a I'm one of those leaders that say, hey, lead where you are. You know, oh, I want this job. Uh, are you leading where you are now? Because if you can't lead where you are now. I don't want you over there. Right. I don't. <laughs> and so, um, so you went through the whole entrepreneurship e experience. You were able to close out some deals. Talk to me about that journey, right? From, from, from when you, when you started your thing, how it was looking, it was going up and then you were able to close three, uh, maybe more. Uh, but uh, real quickly, take us through that journey for you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, it, it definitely has. But I, I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I truly feel blessed. I never thought, I, I, I truly, this is real talk, is I never thought I would be in the position I am uh, today with having multiple exits. You know, I've sold three companies, or should I say exited out of three companies. Yeah. Two of those three are still in, in existence right now. So I'm on the board, I'm, I'm reaping the, you know, I'm reaping the benefits of those yeah. companies. I, I think the short version of my story is this. That is that, you know, one of my favorite books is written by a professor from Georgetown. His name is Cal Newport. And the book is called So Good, 
they can't ignore you. It's one of my favorite books, so good, they can't ignore you. And what he argues in this book is that we in life, we, we never know what it's going to be that's going to carry us through to create a space of happiness and, you know, and, and joy, right? We, we don't know. But the key is to work on developing your skills. You need to develop actual skills. And it's interesting because if you look at the people who are the wealthiest in the world, and I'm not saying the people who were given their wealth, right, through rich right. daddy or whatever, right? Right, right, right? The people who have generated their wealth through their teams, people who have made the biggest impact and people who have the most control over their time, right? If you look at those folks, those are people who have not just one extraordinary skill, they have two or three or four and they all intersect at a certain point, right? right? Like you can name it, as a matter of fact, Enrique, just name anyone, name, name, any, name anyone and let's see if this is right. Who, who is extraordinarily wealthy, um, has control of their time, and you think is impactful? Yeah, well, I, I would say, uh, uh, let's say Barack Obama, because right now, he's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I think it's the perfect person, right? Because we all are familiar with his background. Right. Here's someone who... Think about Barack Obama's background, right? He was the editor at Harvard Review. He was already astute in analysis. That was really a key skill, right? He was astute in analysis. Then you add on to the fact that he is one of the best orators in the world, right? One of the best orators in the world. Third is you compound that with, you, you can't argue that the man is not an exceptional leader, right? Everyone around his entire cabinet to this day still talks about how diplomatic and how great of a leader he was. So just take those three. Phenomenal leadership skills, phenomenal um, uh, uh, oratory skill, and phenomenal analytical skill. All three of those converge together, and what do you get? You get, you get the president, right? Mm -hmm. Or you get someone now who's running really a phenomenal production. He's really a media company that he's running right now with his Netflix and publishing deals, et cetera. The point is, is that he is probably top 10% in the world as far as his oratory, top 10% in the world as far as his analytical, top 10% in the world in terms of his leadership. So therefore, he lives an extraordinary life. This is the key. This is what I've learned from in terms of that book and, and entrepreneurship is that it's about developing skill, becoming world-class in those skills, and then you'll easily create solutions. So for me, I've been trying to focus on this, actually, my ability to communicate, right? My ability to present. This is one area that I'm focused on. Another area that I'm focused on is teaching. I love teaching. I've been teaching since I was a little boy, right? Now, there are many others, but if you just take those two, right. oratory, so, so communication, and then teaching, which are different, right? But you merge those together, they create opportunities like I have. So for example, I'm a business columnist for USA Today. Because of that, I host two television shows in the UK because of that, right? I have a successful podcast 
because of that, right? All of these things, all of these projects, these companies that I have, have come about as a result of me doubling down and focusing on being world-class in a certain set of skills. So that's really my biggest lesson. And my suggestion for everyone watching and listening is, you know, uh, think about the things that you're passionate about doing. Think about the skills that underlie those passions and then double down and focus on that. And Enrique, I'll give you a last example. On, uh, through USA Today, one of the biggest honors that I've had is interviewing, you know, like world-class folks, right? And I had the opportunity to inter interview Byron Allen. Now, a lot of people don't know that Byron Allen is an OG. Byron <laughs> Allen is out here crushing it right now. And he runs an entertainment company that is worth over $2 billion, right? Yeah. Byron Allen used to be that comedian that you'd see late night, right? No, no. Mm -hmm. He's running a monstrous media company. Yeah. Now, when you dissect what it is, even though he's this comedian, he was told at an early age that he was really good at sales. Mm. And so what he did at an early age is he focused on selling. So when you saw him on The Tonight Show or you saw him on any of these shows, he didn't have a manager or an agent doing that. He actually was the salesperson for himself to get him those gigs. And the reason why he modeled it that way is he said, if TV goes away, I can always fall back on my sales skills. My sales skills will never fail me. And as you fast forward through today, he runs a $2 billion plus company. He's never received any investment. Why? Because he's been able to use his sales skills to get loans and other forms of financing. Yeah. So when I interviewed him and I said, what do you attribute your success to? He said, one of the things I attribute it to, the top thing right. is my ability to sell, my selling skill. And that's the key is if you talk to anyone, right? You, right. you, you just said it, Barack Obama, you dissect, you'll see that their success, their entrepreneurial success is based on their skills. So that's really my big takeaway from entrepreneurship, develop skills, become world-class. Yeah, I, I love that uh, because it is the sum of all we do, right? You, 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 you have to have something that attracts. I was talking to uh, another young man about the law of attraction, right? Yes. And I was, I was plainly telling him that's a very uh, tricky law. Now you could, you could attract all kinds of stuff. So you need to be careful. The first thing you need to do is know you. Mm. If you know you, the substance of the magnet, then what you attract, you either deflect or you say, okay, that's, that's good for me. Uh, and in, in terms to what you're saying, uh, know yourself, know your skill, double down on that, become world-class. I love it. I love it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a t-shirt, put your name in the back and then just <laughs> ride around Disney world. <laughs> oh man. When it opens up again, you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> Cause I ain't going no time soon, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I love seeing, and you know, one of the things of being a public figure as you are right now, you know, both in London and in the States, um, you know, because I've been, I've been watching you for a while. Uh, 
is that you get to learn and see these things in practice, right? So um, your oratory skills are there, right? You, you, you might want to refine that a little more, whatever you feel that you need to, because you know yourself more than we do, right? Uh, you, you know where you think uh, you need to get. Uh, but um, entrepreneurship, as, as uh, hard as it may be, you know, when you do the exits and then you become part of the board, they're exhilarating, right? That's, uh, you see the tangible uh, substance to what you've been working on for so long. So, you know, we have entrepreneurs out here uh, that are, are failing at the leadership level. And so I want to address that because uh, if there's anything that's going to derail you from your entrepreneurial journey, is lack of leadership you know Absolutely. i could put you in a position because i like you because i think you'll do good uh or for whatever many uh, thousands of reasons people get placed into leadership positions but if you have not the substance to sustain you there you're you're especially at the leadership level right because if you're in a position that means you you're over something or someone um, let, let's talk a little bit about those challenges on the entrepreneur side, because, you know, an entrepreneurial mind can be just my way or the highway. <laughs> it's easy because it's your thought, your idea, your product is your, 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 and you don't leave too much room for anybody else. So in terms of entrepreneurs, what would be one, uh, advice or how, however many you would like to share, uh, in terms of leadership? while they doing this entrepreneurship stuff? Yeah, that, that's a great question. You know, so when I think about leadership, I think that a leader needs to have multiple skills, but there are three that are very important. And in my opinion, most important. Right. And these are skills that all leaders need. So whether you're a leader in entrepreneurship or not, you need to have these three skills. What are they? One, and this is in no particular order, right? Right. One is emotional intelligence that's really you basically being honest with the situation you know enrique you just mentioned you were you said when march hit you were you had this you had to basically have a come to jesus talk with yourself and yeah. say all right this is how things are right most people don't do that most people say oh well you know things are bad but they'll just get better tomorrow or if they're not really that bad Right. Most people won't be honest about the exact situation they're in, their skill capabilities or their skill deficiencies. Right. So you have to be able to be honest about the situation and where you stand in the situation. That's really what mo emotional intelligence is. Then secondly, and Enrique, you embody this too. You said, OK, now how do I get from A to B? That is strategy. You need to be a strategic thinker if you're a leader. What is strategy? Strategy just means that you have a goal and you have a plan to get to the goal. That's all strategy is. You can get to, you have a goal. So your goal, Enrique, was plan B, right? Or, or destination B. And then you said, okay, how am I going to get there? That's strategy. Now think about this. You can't be a strategic thinker if you can't have, if you don't have emotional intelligence. Because... If you can't be honest with the situation, then you can't create real goals. You create 
fake goals, yeah. right? Goals that you can never achieve, goals that, 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 you know, goals that shouldn't even be in existence. So number two is you need to be a strategic thinker. Now, number three is where a lot of folks fall down. And that is, then you have to be great at communication. Communication is everything. Communication is the lifeblood of any organization, right? You look at, you know, I know, Enrique, you, you, you're a fan of military history. I'm a big fan of military history as well. If you look at all the exceptional leaders, right, no matter where they were, you even go, you know, I think that uh, we need to study more about what a lot of the tribes in Africa we're doing. Look at folks like Shaka Zulu. He was ahead of his time in terms of military strategy. And the point there is that they had great strategy, they had great emotional intelligence, but they were able to communicate to their people, communicate, motivate, inspire through that communication. It's the same thing with business. You know, I, I so I have 12 people who work for me in my various businesses. I'm constantly, I live on, I actually live on WhatsApp. This, this is how I, I operate all day. I'm on WhatsApp, 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 communicating with my folks. Sometimes they need inspiration. Sometimes they need motivation. Sometimes they need instruction. All of that is a part of communication, right? So as a leader, we need to know first, do we have emotional intelligence? Are we honest about the situation? Two, can we create a strategy, which is a plan and a goal to uh, a goal and a plan to get to the goal? And then third is, can we communicate to our people what that plan is, what the goal is, where are we going, why are we going? Right? If you could do all of those, I think you'll be a great leader generally, and definitely a great leader within entrepreneurship. Yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. It's one of the things that uh, that I also teach on, on my end uh, to all those that come my way. Uh, and without a doubt, will help you uh, navigate not only yourself, but a company, right? And uh, when I tell a leader, I said, well, you have one person under you. Uh, no, you're still a leader because you got to lead yourself, right? So, and the first proof uh, of the pudding is you. So, you know, I, I love that, that. Thank you for sharing those things. Now, Paul, um, you know, you're, you're a busy man. You're doing all your hands are, are in uh, many things. You're, you're actually doing many things. Um, if someone wanted to uh, reach out, uh, you know, it, it for business or whatever, right? Because you have a couple of things that there's a membership, right? Better with Paul, uh, you know, that, that, that I would like for you to share, um, uh, you know, how, how are they going to reach out to you in your preferred way? <laughs> You know, it's, it's, see, when you have 12 jobs, you can't necessarily think of the, the right one that you right. should be talking about. So I'm glad you're talking about Better With Paul. So I was like, yeah, that, that's perfect for this. Mm -hmm. um, that, that actually is the best way, I think. So Better With Paul is BWP Connect. And it's at paulcbrunson.com backslash BWP Connect. Or if you just put into Google BWP Connect, it'll come up. And what it is, is it's a membership community for entrepreneurs who are globally minded, right? So you look at the world with no borders, right? You could do business with, you know, in Texas or you could do business um, in, in Accra, right? It doesn't matter where, where, where you are or, or 
where you will conduct your business. And then most important, we all share the same values. We, we value legacy, we value financial freedom, and we value culture and learning from culture, right? So we now actually, we now, uh, uh, as of this morning, we're touching on 500 members, 500 members. And we just launched it in October. Yeah. Uh, we have members from 40 different countries. Uh, it's an incredible community. And what it is, is we all come together. I teach courses. We have other business instructors come in and teach courses, for, you know, from, from the Harvards of the world all the way right. to small, you know, villages out of Jamaica who have something to say. They teach courses. We support each other in our business development. Uh, but it would be an honor, you know, if, if anyone's interested to join, because that's my way of being able to mentor and teach. So I, I, I spend disproportionately, I spend my time in the community, BWP Connect. Outstanding. So folks, if you uh, take a gander, go, go to the BWP section of the website, uh, join in, uh, you will not uh, regret it whatsoever. Uh, not only because Paul's there, but the the complement of the people that make that community are just world-class and they will enrich your life uh, in ways you can't imagine. So Paul, you know, closing out, right? Because I know it's a time thing. Um, what would you leave the leadership listeners right now with? That one thing that just burns in your heart about leaders. Uh, I know you mentioned the top three thing qualities that leaders should have regardless or uh, irrespective of what they're doing. Uh, but that one thing that you say, man, leaders do this. You know, right now, and, and Enrique, you've alluded to this a few times, is how rough 2021 has started. Uh, who knows where we're going? But what we know is that we can't do this alone. We can't do life alone. We can't do business alone. We can't do leadership alone. So it's very important that you get around great people. And, you know, I'm going to say that if you're listening to this, that means that you're probably a fan or a follower, follower of Enrique. You need Enrique's in your life. And I'm not just saying that to try to gas you up, you know, but, you know, one of the things that I always look forward to, and this is because we all look for affirmation, is no matter how large or small my platform is, if I post something, right, it's okay if someone that I don't know comes on and likes it and comments on it. But when someone who I know is a part of my crew, right, someone who I respect says, no, that, that, was, that was great. That was a great post. Well, that was insightful. I learned from that. When someone who you respect affirms you, that's one of the best feelings in the world. And Enrique, if, when I see you comment, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, Enrique, like this. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Think about if you have that in your life where you are rolling on a project or you have a new partnership or you just got a new sale or whatever it may be. And you can go to someone and, 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 and tell them about it and share it with them and they can affirm you. Right? You could feel validated and have more value, right? Think about if you had one person like that. Now think if you had two, three, four, five people like that, you know? Jim Rohn said you were the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, right? So you think about that whole notion of 
wow, if we have people in our sphere that inspire us, that motivate us, that are not toxic, right? right. Think of how far we can go. And so that's really what burns in my heart is that we, who knows what's ahead? But what we do know is that we will get much farther if we have good people around us. So as a leader, you, you have to put good people around you. You have to spend time with good people, period. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, uh, as a person that spend most of his time being that type of person for commanding officers, executive officers in the military, I know that that is kind of one of the, you know, breads of life for a leader to be surrounded around folks that will, you know, number one, won't sugarcoat it. Yep. We'll, we'll say the truth, but and like I like to say, say the truth with love. Don't, don't just give me facts because that, you know, give me truth, but put some love in that uh, and help me get on the other side of that. Uh, and, and it's so true. And I hope for all the leaders listening, if you're not surrounding yourself by folks that are going to make you better, not that they're going to say yes, right? That are going to make you better at the end of the day. You need to start doing that. Paul, thank you so much, uh, first of all, for sharing your, your, your time with us. Um, I wish you safety up in uh, D.C. with your family. Uh, and uh, you have blessed me beyond words. And so I thank you. And I wish you all guys uh, uh, blessings and, uh, and success in whatever you continue to do. Uh, you know I'm a supporter already. So uh, love you, brother. Love your family. And, I, uh, and I, I just wish you well. Yeah, much, much respect, much love right back to you. Thank you for everything that you do. It's, it's interesting. And I just have to end on this is that I didn't realize that that was what you were primarily doing for commanding officers in the military. That's interesting. Yeah. And it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Like, because you're doing that for us. <laughs> you know, so it makes sense. Like, that's you're, you're world class at that. Because it takes, a, you, you know, you need the right personality. You need to be able to... Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the person in authority needs to have trust in you, you know, um, you have to be able to communicate, you know, just appropriately. So it makes sense. It, it all now, that one line now makes all the sense in the world. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, not, not a lot of people know about that, uh, but uh, now the cat's out the back. So. <laughs> all right, Paul, God bless. Take care. And we'll see everybody next week uh, with our next guest. I won't tell you because you need to go <laughs> find out. Uh, but uh, as we love to close this uh, podcast, success to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, Success to you.